0: the pandemic, social unrest, the state and the White House. You are listening to the John DePetro show. Well, folks, at 1206, 1206 on this Thursday, you're listening to the John DePetro show. It's a.m. 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to welcome in also everybody that's tuning in on facebook we do a facebook live the noon report and this is a, a good one today folks without question um you can just find the page it's john DePietro show on facebook in this portion of the program and you just heard in the forecast boy it's um boy the weather it's it's remarkable just how much it is uh, heated up and it's actually enjoyable out um and thank goodness because it, it certainly seems as though we're going to have some Some cold weather over the the course of the the next few days and especially the weekend. But this portion of the program, well, all eyes are getting ready for, as you know, uh, Saturday night, Patriots against the Bills. You know, this is one of those things that I I think it's actually unfair because, I mean, it's just going to be so cold below zero almost. But um, folks, you can catch all the action in a nice, comfortable environment at End Zone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Uh, stop it and see them. Now, I have I have been sharing them on Facebook. And then also you hear me talk about it. End Zone Sports Pub, uh, easy to get to. It's going to be a, uh, you know, great atmosphere uh, on Saturday night in the place that you can catch all the action is going to be Enzone Sports Pub. Dana runs a great spot, and on Saturday night it's going to be electric. Um, and so, stop in that. That's going to be the place to watch the game, and it's going to be Enzone Sports Pub, nine sixty Menden Road in Cumberland. Now, sometimes they do karaoke on Friday and Saturdays. So they're not doing it on Saturday night, obviously because of the Patriots game. So, but I I was just on their Facebook page and uh there it is and so i've been sharing that as well so let me just um check that's right playoff time surrounds down full blast come watch the pats play saturday night patriots against the bills saturday night catch all the action at end zone sports pub well folks right now good afternoon again good afternoon to everybody on uh, facebook live folks um I, I can't say enough. Obviously, the big news of the day, and this is one of those things uh, that there's some, some different levels to this. And I want to break it out for you a little bit. And that is that, um, as I talked about last hour, uh, and that is the resignation of Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott. So I, I want to say a couple things about this. So number one, she is the individual. Um, if you've been listening to the show you know, we've, we've been talking about it for quite some time and th- th- today is significant developments in the course of the state, the, the battle with COVID and more importantly, the McKee administration and where things are going to go. Um, as, I, as I mentioned, it was earlier today, President Biden announced that Rhode Island is going to be one of just six states in the country That And and make no mistake, this is not a good thing. This is not a good thing. Um, You know, listen, I try to be respectful of the office. But the fact that Governor McKee is almost trying to spin this, that it's a positive thing, that this is happening, is, um, I mean, it it borders on lunacy, to be honest with you, folks. Uh, He tweeted out, big news for Rhode Island. As a result of the request we made to FEMA, our state a team, (coughs) very last lingering elements of a cold and sore throat that I've had. The state's going to get a team of emergency medical personnel. Well, that's not big news. that's, That's a failure. You know, as I put, that's like the captain of the Titanic. And again, folks, good afternoon. Everybody on Facebook, share that you are watching. This is the new report live. This is where they tell it how it is. That's like uh, attention passengers of the Titanic good news. Um, I got permission we're going to go we can go for a midnight swim. Like th- this is lunacy. Big news, no dire news. When when someone is you know if they're in in aid and drowning, you know, hey, you know, good news. The the lifeguard said he's going to come swim with us. No, the lifeguard's coming to swim to save you, hopefully. <clears throat> um Seth Magazine, a general treasurer. I'm saddened by Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott's resignation. Tremendously grateful for her years of strong, smart leadership. Saved countless lives, and so forth. You know, as I've said, this is if if Governor McKee was going to do it, and I'm not even going to knock him for pushing her out. I'm going to knock her him for the way that he pushed her out. The way that he pushed her out. As I have said on the air several times, especially to Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe, if Governor McKee wanted to get rid of her, and I'm not even opposed to that. I want to be really clear about that. Um, This was never going to work. But he should have done it in July. You don't do it now in the middle of the pandemic. You don't do it now. Now it's like the worst it's ever been. What a day this is. And he's got the unmitigated gall. Then next week he's going to deliver a state of the state or whatever the hell he's doing it. I think we know the state of the state. You know what the state of the state is? We're the only New England state that the federal government has to send. They don't have to do it for Massachusetts. They don't have to do it for Connecticut, New Hampshire, Vermont, Maine. I mean, are you kidding me? And he thinks that's a good thing? Now, I'm reading Nellie Gorbea put out a statement after recent reports of failed action on the part of Governor Dan McKee. Her departure signals a lack of confidence in the leadership and handling of covid. You know that she's not wrong with that. And and I'm I'll actually cheer on. But I'm going to get to the part that that I think this is I'll I'll tell you what's going on now. I also want to I want to just really make sure that I covered everything with um, this. They're trying to say She resigned. Okay, they're trying to say she resigned. Um, this this thing is going from bad to worse. He's going to have no one to blame but himself, meaning the governor now. But this business is going to continue. SETI, first, her leadership, ba-ba-ba. Um, they're, they're trying to say that several weeks ago she, she wanted to leave and he convinced her to stay. And 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 I want to take you inside because that's what you want, folks. All right, and by the way, you, you're not going to get this from the Joe Rogan wannabe who who's on the air right now uh, down the dial, who just like listens now to the Joe Rogan show and then just basically tries to repeat all that stuff. But the the fact the fact of the matter is, um, <clears throat> it's the nature of which he was going to get rid of her. And, and what I mean by this is, listen, if you want, he wanted the big chair right? He he wanted the big chair. He wanted, I, I want to quote some people, Eli Sherman of Channel 12. It's almost hard to feel surprised by pandemic related news, but the feds having to send in a special team of medical professionals to help staff Rhode Island's overwhelmed hospitals is a remarkable testament to the current state of affairs. I, I think it's a remarkable testament to the failure of the McKee administration. That's what it really is. And the McKee people are trying to put this out. This this notion that she wanted to leave. Uh, you know, he he regretfully accepts her resignation. I am going to tell you what 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 really happened here, okay? And and what what really happened here is what that that is true that she wanted to leave a couple of weeks ago, and apparently the governor, you know, they they talked her out of it, but. But his people, the McGee people, are, are out there trying to tell the media, well, she wanted to leave a while ago. She wanted to leave a while ago. We talked her into it. There's been a lot of tension. Um, she, you know, and now yeah, I'm laughing at some of the people that they think are going to replace her. But I, I'm not even going to get into that. But let me let me just be very clear. I'll tell you what. Th- this thing wasn't great. And I'm not going to defend her because, as I've said in the past, I think her approach, she worked her leadership style and everything else worked with Governor Armando. It it just she she's an activist. And and she also you know was never like fully on, on board with like she was always very, very extreme and attending the rallies and the protests. And I I've criticized her about equity and you know and, and always talking about that. And and not I I don't think in fact you know dealing in reality but uh, but what the mckee people are not saying this whole business that that she you know wanted to resign a couple weeks ago and the governor talked her into staying that that's half the story and i want to just get it exact because i i am seeing this pop up and that's um that that's them trying to you know tell people that um you know oh that that's uh, tensions never birthed, but some of both side, uh, more aggressively governor concerned about the effects of his actions. Um, the things with the, the masking, but the two had never been close. That's true. She was going to resign. He, he, you know, talked her into staying, but what they don't get, get into, what I'm going to tell you. And it's actually, this is nothing against the Valley breeze, but it was actually one of their columnists. Pork Boy in the Valley Breeze, who is a confidant of, and, and has said, right, Dan Pork has said he's, he's buddies with Dan McKee. He's, he's golfed with them over 50 times. Um, he, you know, he basically lets, I don't really hear the radio show a lot because it's unlistenable, but r- radio people that, that they're very tight, almost portrays himself as like an advisor to the governor. But he wrote a column. And this is, I want to be really clear about this at 1217. This is nothing against the Valley Breeze. Zero. They just the platform, right? They have Pork Boy cobbled together, what he claims is a column. But this piece, Alexander Scott, went against her boss. And at the very end of it, he ends it by saying. While the local press drools over this conflict, the governor's little choice but to ride the doctor out. But should he win election, Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott will likely not be renewed. Now, it's my understanding on the radio show, he went even into more detail. So now where this comes in, I've heard multiple things on this. that Basically, what I have been told was that this was... Said in confidence. So basically, Governor McKee is telling Pork Boy, who then writing and is talking about it. But Governor McKee shouldn't have been talking about this. That once he's reelected, he's going to get rid of her. So that's what started her saying that she wanted to leave. You know, they they're trying to say, oh, she she wanted to leave a couple weeks ago. Now, if you want to get rid of someone, can you imagine the way that you're going to get rid of them? Is Pork Boy is out there announcing? That if the governor is reelected, that they're going to get rid of her. That's what started the whole thing, of her. So they're telling half the story. As much as the McKee people are saying, "Oh, she she wanted to resign a couple weeks ago," and the governor talked into saying they don't say the why. So I'm seeing right now a spokesperson from McKee, Matt Chief, said Dr. Scott first approached the governor a few weeks ago. Just saying, you know, she may explore other opportunities. He encouraged her to stay, but what they—that's half of the story. The other half of the story, you know, this is like, what exactly is going on here? So you have to, you have to question. If you're the governor, why why are you telling that to a loudmouth buffoon? You know, one minute he's saying that, and the next minute he's saying. That he's defending the coach in North Kingstown with the naked fat test. And that, you know, there's, there's nothing more enjoyable than just a group of guys naked hanging around in the locker room. I mean, that, that's the context of which, you know, if you're Dr. Scott, that's who you're working for. But let's just be very clear. This is a failure. This is not a good thing. Now, I was not a fan of Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott. And I do think she was, I think she was more of an activist. But boy, they're gonna pile on this is unimaginable that in January, this is thirteenth, we are right in the middle of this surge. And the fact that the Department of Health director, Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, and let's let's just be really clear about the politics. McKee is in admit is in the race for governor. <clears throat> How political is he? He's so political that when he gets a chance to appoint. A lieutenant governor, he chooses Sabina Matos, who no one would choose on ability, but chose her because she's a Latina. And he feels that she can help him win a portion of the Latino vote (coughs) in Providence, Pawtucket, and Central Falls. Period. End of a story. There's no other reason to choose her. I don't care what anyone says. She has not been impressive. You know, he defers her, tries to keep her part of the team. I get it. But... If you wanted to really get the most competent, qualified person, there were so, people, there's so many more people ahead of her, period. But my point is, notice not only did he pick someone who was Latino, he picked a female, you know, Latina. So to be to be running for governor and having the person who was, I mean, her and Ramundo, her and Gina were very tight. Um, a woman of color, a female of color resigning on the same day the president is sending in emergency action I, I, I'm i telling you right now, th- think, you think things are bad now, things are about to get even rougher th- this, is, this has really been mishandled I, again, I want to repeat folks, I try to look at this politically and much like have said, listen, you want to make a change the weekend before the 4th of July? press. Her, but she, she was just reconfirmed for five more years by the state Senate. That should have been the time. I'll tell you why he didn't do that, Governor McKee. And this is a problem, and it's starting to become a reoccurring problem for Rhode Island Governor Dean McKee is, you know, partly, he, he, you know, foolishly probably thought that this whole thing was over. So felt, you know, like whatever, I don't I don't need to get rid of her because we don't have to really deal with her anymore. Wrong. You know, that was the time, not when she got reappointed right then. Listen, these are appointed positions. Many times you serve at the pleasure of the person. So he could have said to her, you know, listen, I think your work has been fantastic. However, I know your appointment is up. In fairness, I, I'd like to appoint my own person. You know, nothing personal, and then it could have like gone away. But what what is comical is this spinning and trying to thank her, and he he allowed his buddy and mouthpiece to write about private conversations that he was having about this woman's career. That that is. I'll just say, I I just think that, you know, we see different examples of this. Um, It doesn't make it right. It it doesn't make it right. And some of the, the Dolphin players were finding out that Brian Flores was gone as the head coach of the Miami Dolphins by seeing it on Twitter. There's a right way to do things. There's a wrong way to do things. So Governor McKee, to be blabbing to his pal Pork Boy, Oh, if I'm reelected, she's gone. She's history. And then allowing him to write about it and say that, you know. That's one way to get rid of someone that is certainly a way. And and she's not. Listen, she went to Brown University and she has an impressive background, let alone, you know, I bet in a case of an emergency, she could get a hold of Raimondo if she needed to. You know, what does this mean? And uh, if she if she's not that political and then suddenly, you know, people are telling her that's that's McKee's way of like getting rid of her by having his pal announce and write that if he's reelected, he's going to get rid of her. So that's what started her like. Hey, listen, I know he's your buddy. I know you're having private conversations with him. That's your business. But I, I, I think this is rather unfair That You're doing this to me. And if you don't want me, you know, I'd rather you come to me instead of having your pal badmouthing me and trashing me and now making it that, you know, people are whispering when she's going down the hall. You know, it's it's very tough. I'll I'll compare it to folks many times, as you know. And again, good afternoon at 1225. You're listening to the John DePietro show on AM 1380 and 99.95. I want to be really clear. I'm not a defender of Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott. I've been saying for a while, Governor McKee should have gotten rid of her. But I am telling you, uh, politically, this this is a disaster. And, you know, I know people are speculating that maybe it has to do with something she said in the press briefing yesterday. It's possible. It's possible that that was the final nail. <clears throat> she um, She's always very, very cautious. But... I also want to be very clear. Governor McKee had a COVID briefing yesterday and never mentioned that the White House was sending in uh, these emergency troops. The only Rhode Island state. And I want to be really clear because this spin machine that he has going on, we're number one in testing. What does that even mean? We're number one in testing. Or, uh, you know, hey, good news. Uh, the federal government is sending in emergency workers. That, that's not a good thing. That, that shows that if people have been saying and writing that our health care system was collapsing. That it was accurate. That that was happening. Folks, I apologize. There was some minor coughing going on. And it, it seemingly now only seems to be as once I'm talking on the radio. I'm actually not coughing that much, coffee here. Of but anyhow, this portion of the program of the John DiPietro show. This is really, <clears throat> this is really remarkable. That, but something, something was the final. I don't. We don't know. Well, it, well, I, I think we'll find out. I'll say that. I think we will find out exactly. Not maybe not today. Maybe not right away. But I'll say this about um, Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott. Basically, Governor McKee, where he also um, is in trouble, is his, his entire political future now rests with her. She's going to be attached to the Rhode Island Department of Health until roughly late May. Two weeks as director, one month of comp time. Oh, here we go. Then three months as a consultant on the transition you know what that is, is just, so they're going to pay her. She basically, they're going to pay her to do nothing until May. Um, that, that's what that really is. But politically, <clears throat> all she has to do is do one interview. She does one interview. And says that Governor McKee either, you know, talk down to her. Uh, treated her differently than some of the men on the staff as a woman of color she felt uncomfortable with him and his team that and that is it what is kind of amazing is that he it's so bad like i get the part and again folks good afternoon at 1229 i get the part that of course he he you know Tried to talk to into staying because of the reason why she was leaving. If she were truly leaving for a better job, um, problem at home, um, I don't know. You know, something truly outside of his control. That's one thing. But the reason why she's leaving, basically, and it's not in a good way, that the McKee friends are bad mouthing her. And that, you know, she doesn't feel she can do a job effectively. That That's a problem. That is a problem. If, if Governor McKee, and I, I don't know who dropped the ball here. It's very difficult. It, we will find out. I, I'm just saying I don't think we know right now. But if Governor McKee, um, if she had negative things to say about him, it, it behooved him to keep her in the mix. <clears throat> She could now. Now, I don't think this is really her type of personality, but what happens to her team and her people and a new person is going to want their people? And, you know, you have a lot of upheaval. This business she's going to stay on in transition just means they're going to pay her until May and she doesn't have to do anything. That's really what it is. I mean, come on, let's people have to understand what this this talk really means. But if you have someone who's going to hurt him politically, which she could. Which she could. I'm very anxious to see the statement that Raimondo puts out. Um, I am telling you right now, and I know some people aren't going to get it because some people don't always get it. Someone sent me a message saying they think Dr. McDonald's going to be the new director. Like, have you completely lost your mind? Nothing against Dr. McDonald. I like Dr. McDonald. I respect Dr. McDonald. This is 2022. McKee is running in a Democrat primary. Someone sent me a message earlier. I predict he'll appoint Dr. McDonald. Okay. He's a Democrat. He's in a Democrat primary. A woman, woman of color resigns at the peak of the surge of the pandemic. And you believe this person that Governor McKee is going to replace her with a white male like that, to me, are people that are just completely tone deaf to politics. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying. I, I'm not. Oh, it's, I, I, I'm just saying you got to deal in reality. You got to deal with, you know, the the optics of this. Governor Raimondo loved Governor Raimondo. I she there's an article a column about her in the Washington Post, and she's still saying. We need to get more women back to work. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Forget about, like, the gender warrior um, <clears throat> that Raimondo is. Raimondo loved the fact that she, the female governor, would be standing on stage with Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, woman of color, um, education commissioner Avanti Green, Latina. They had, at one point in the beginning part of the pandemic, Margie O'Brien, female, Capital TV, fielding the questions. <clears throat> um, I don't mean that in negative to anybody. The only male on stage was openly gay, Brett Smiley, director of administration. And then she also, Ramundo really liked Janet Coyne, um, a VEM, who she brought with her to D.C., as a matter of fact. Ramundo loved the optics of that. All women and one gay guy. That's it. War on the old boy network and blah, 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 and girl power and everything else. So if you can't see the optics of that, if you can't see the optics of how Biden ended up with Kamala Harris, right? Biden said, I'm going to pick a woman to be my VP. Then after George Floyd, well, I'm going to pick a woman of color to be my VP. If you can't see the, the optics of that, that's what the Democrat Party is all about. You know, and, and again, when someone's saying uh, he'll probably pick Dr. McDonald, who did he, who did Governor McKee pick as his lieutenant governor? There were people that were saying he's going to pick, you know, Senator Lou De Palma of Middletown. Wrong. White male. Not happening. Then there was talk he was going to pick that James Deosa, former mayor of Central Falls. Latino, but... <clears throat> Then he looked at gender. He was afraid about he's going to get not only the Latino vote, but female vote. And that's how he settled. Um, I'm, I'm just saying anyone that ignores that, you, you're not really observing what's going on. So, I, I, again, I, this is nothing against Dr. McDonald. Um, but I, I would be flabbergasted if he ended up choosing him and and if he were not running for governor then that's one thing but i i that one would be who knows though at this point folks folks but this part of the program brought to by re coogan and heating it's kooky folks call them today 401-732-6562 coogan heating now listen it is warmer today but it's going to get cold again plumbing heating and cooling helpful trustworthy reliable this is who I call. We had a problem with our uh, hot water heater. Gave out. Needed a new one. What did I do? Did I panic? No. Did I try to fix it? Don't be ridiculous. I called Coogie 401-732-6562. 24 um, emergency service, 401-732-6562. And uh, on Facebook and always online at RECouganHeating.com. So, folks, that is, and, and let me just uh, stay on schedule. This portion of the program is brought to you by Brood Awakenings. And I have great news, by the way. Very soon, if you go to Brood Awakenings, two locations in Johnson, location um, in Cranston, right there, Pontiac Avenue, and also Brood Awakenings, uh, Bald Hill Road in Warwick, when you order, you know, you want some coffee or tea, you can get your um, coffee or tea in a One After Dark or John DiPietro Show mug. So how great is that? I love it there. fresh ingredients, I'm in and out of there all the time. Cozy environments. The food is fresh. The service is great. It's so comfortable in there. Uh, I often conduct meetings when people want to meet with me. I always just say, all right, we, we can meet in one of four places, either Brood Awakenings in Johnston or the one in Cranston or the one in Warwick. It just works that way. Uh, plenty of seating. You, let's let's say you, you can't go in. If you're me, um, you, you can't. I'm not going to waste time going into a Dunkin' Donuts. No, i do respect, but a Dunkin' Donuts or a Starbucks. It's just, it's not as conducive. Kings also, there's there's so much fresh food, delicious food, uh, croissants. The breakfast sandwiches are fantastic. Stop in and see them. I'm a big fan. There's a link on the website at dipetro.com. So, folks, again, the, the news is continuing to break on this. And I can't stress this enough now. I also want to be clear. I mean, I was initially going to talk about, but we'll have plenty of time ahead to to talk about the you heard me talking about attorney Tim Dodd about the the guy from Rhode Island that faked his own death and they caught him in in Scotland, but I want to um stay on this. Um I mean, this stuff is that's really interesting. Um Let me just see There's some new writing on this. We face an extraordinary moment when it feels like the abandonment of public health by the public. Oh, wow. Well, now people are really teeing up and they're going to go after. um, They're they're really going to go after Governor McKinney. This is pile on day. I'm not. I'm not being overly dramatic at 1237, folks. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. And again, good afternoon to everybody on uh, Facebook. Um, you, you watch. She, a lot of the young female reporters loved her, loved her. And it went beyond, I would even say they weren't even objective. They looked up to her. I've even described how one member of the media called her a celebrity. Um, But a lot of the women, let's see, I just want to. She mentions the next chapter of her life in public health. No word where she's headed. Um, Governor McKee says he regretfully accepted her resignation. I'll bet he did because it really hurts him politically. You're going to see over the next 24 to 48 hours, it's just going to be a female Pile on, and I want to see if Ramundo has said anything yet. Dr. Megan Rainey, our state should be forever grateful to Dr. Scott. Her leadership vision should be missed. Um, oh, and she, she also, her resignation letter has now been made public. Um, uh, boom, boom, boom. Oh wow, she's starting to reveal some personal information here as well. I've already received a payment of fifty-five hundred of the COVID compensatory time policy. I will receive. Similar payment for 2022 upon my departure. In addition, I will receive whatever accrued vacation payout may be due to me. I don't know if we need to be sharing that necessarily, but you know, it's all part of the at the conclusion of this one month period, I will leave state service. Um, I will. Oh, wow. I will announce my departure today with a joint press, oh, joint press release. Uh, so boy, she was really dictating. How this was going to go down next chapter of my life. So, you know, you may see someone step forward running for governor saying, and if I'm elected, I'm bringing her back. I'm telling you, I want to just um, double check because I think the former. uh, Yeah, Okay. Uh, Dr. Fine, Michael Fine, I think, is taking some shots at McKee, which we don't want to miss. Um, let me just go through this. One of the state's most high-profile officials, no question. Um, she did a four-year combined fellowship at Brown University, master in public health from Brown. Um, she's going to be consultant, blah, blah, blah. Let me get where... Um, that thing about Pork Boy, wow. Saying, I talked to Governor McKee and he's going to get rid of her. <coughs> um On Thursday, McKee's office said he had not asked her to leave. Well, the past few weeks, he asked her to stay. Yeah, that's because she said, listen, I'm not going to be here if your little pal there, Park Boy, who's buddies with the naked fat coach, is going to be writing and announcing that he talked to you, and she's out of here. Dr. Michael Fine, Rhode Island was losing a courageous, calm leader at a difficult time. We face an extraordinary moment of what it feels like the abandonment of public health by the public and by the government. When we need public health most. And that clear voice inside the state government. That's so critical for us. ba ba ba. As for the state facing the surge. Fine said. He can't say that I'm convinced we did the best of anybody. Yet, maybe we still can. It, it, it is lunacy That. Governor McKee is trying to spin the Biden announcement. That they're sending troops Tier, basically and or that was still this number one thing now I will tell you that the, the spin out to the business community from the McKee people is that wow even Dr. Ja of Brown called her departure a huge loss she is one of the smartest most capable public health leaders I've met boy that and that is not a positive either now, I want to see, folks, and again, bear with me as we're doing this um, on the fly, obviously, a little bit. But I want to see what, uh, if Gina has weighed in yet. Because, th- th- listen, th- there's nothing, let me see if she has, um, Uh, well, nothing on that one. But that doesn't mean that she's not going to send out. I think she has two yeah, two accounts. All right. I would think it would be on her other one. But who knows where she is? She could be traveling right now. That's the one to watch for, in my opinion. Because say what you want. And I recognize, um, chronology, Dr. Scott, reappointed by Ramundo in 2020 before McKee by statute, She's protected by her term in office five years, but they're getting rid of her. But the... Um, Despite what people may say, listen, ramondo has got a lot of juice. ramondo has got a lot of juice. Folks, there is there's a lot happening right now. Um, I I have been saying that I think the month of January is going to make or break the McKee campaign. And and now we're seeing why. And for this to come to a head like this is. uh, All right, here we go. Helena, folks, now I love how all the people running for governor are weighing in. All Rhode Islanders are grateful to Dr. Scott leadership. She was a beacon of strength, competence. Sad sad to see her depart state service. Without a doubt, she is irreplaceable. While I have my doubts about this administration's commitment to facts and public health, I hope they live up. I also want to, this is really worth repeating. The fact that Governor McKee yesterday had the briefing with her and, and never mentioned, number one, think of that. That she was leaving, and number two, more importantly, that <clears throat> that <laughs> more importantly that, that Biden was sending in. The, we're one of only states. That's why, you know. Yesterday I said, boy, well, this is odd that the governor's doing a ten thirty press conference, and, and every time he does something, you have to. Um, and he's he's full of spin today. Way to go, CCRI, with the nurses graduating. And how about that? Today, Governor McKee announced all 100 nursing students will be able to work 120 days waiting for their. Yeah, that's because they're desperate. That's like, you know, the the, uh, rescue boats with the Titanic. All right, we we know that you don't have a captain's license. Uh, Under the circumstances, guess what? You're the captain. I mean, what is this? The Biden announcement, by the way, couldn't have. I, I just I can't get over. I can't get over the fact that. That government, the, the part that I, is really hard to um, understand is the government. He's actually trying to spin that. This is a good thing that Rhode Island is the only New England state that the biden administration has to has to bail out that is um that 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 one that's that's that one surprises me that they're even trying to do that that they're even trying to do this spin of hey and that's a great thing i have been in situations where people try the the different um, spin and so forth but th- that one is uh, especially surprising you know what else folks The fact it's announced today and by her resignation letter, she had had enough. She hit the wall with it because let's let's really step back at 1246. Let's be honest. And I know some people don't get this, but you're talking about a three day weekend. So the fact that the McKee administration, that they couldn't even get her to wait till Friday at five o'clock. Then it drops over the three-day weekend. That is, she is leaving in a huff. This portion of the John DiPietro Show is brought to you by Propane Plus. Folks, let Propane Plus be your propane provider. In Rhode Island, call them at 401-885-4209. 401-885-4209. Propane Plus. Full-service provider in Massachusetts. Call them at 508-252-3359. Propane Plus. The team has been there for three generations. They're available 24-7, and they're going to keep serving you for a long time. They offer online billing, ability to schedule your service delivery, click of a button. All customers receive a free safety inspection on their equipment. Propane Plus, the original, the best. Call them today for all your propane needs. Now, if you're a restaurant and you use a lot of propane, Maybe for, you know, because a lot of uh, restaurants are doing a lot of the outdoor heating and lighting. And call Propane Plus, 401-885-4209. I was out there just the other day, and the main headquarters in Rehoboth. So, has two locations, Rehoboth and also in East Greenwich. And, folks, it's so impressive because it's, it's like NASA. Everything is perfect. It is such an operation. Propane Plus, 401-885-4209. Forty-two oh nine. It is, in fact, folks, um, really remarkable now that on the day of President Biden announcing <clears throat> that that Rhode Island is being sent in uh, these emergency troops, if you will. That, again, repeating the, this is a big story. And I I recognize that some people may not understand that it's a big story, but I'm just telling you Dr. Nicole Alexander-Scott, her resigning this morning is is very, very significant. Very, very significant, to say the least. So, and that is true also. The new Department of Health has to uh, okay the huge lifespan merger. So... Let me also just say this: so much well-deserved praise. Right, she was a brand new mom in the pandemic hit. Um, late night, early morning conference calls with baby cries. Whatever. So you know, again, the Ramundo team is really coming out. But what's striking is this is dated today, and it doesn't have a time on it, but. Uh, dear governor McKee, as you know, I'll be leaving state service after almost seven years. I will announce my departure today with a joint press release. I recognize it's opposing a challenge, blah, blah, blah. And then that's it. She, um, she really doesn't thank him in this. And as you know, I will be leaving state service. Uh, I will be, I will announce my departure today. So, She was not giving the opportunity that maybe this would be held until tomorrow. So, but because if you're him, you you don't want this happening today. I mean, you just, there's no way you want this happening today. But he didn't get to decide that. So it sounds like, and I'll get the full story that she told him last night. I will tell you that within the statehouse, They're not upset about it. I will tell you that in the business community, there is um, in the business community, there is um, a feeling that Governor McKee has put out that um, Governor McKee has put out. That she she's really the one that was pushing all the mask mandates and all these things on businesses. So and, I you know, that could be true. That could be true. But it's, it's the ultimate, you know, where does the buck stop? And it, it, it stops with him. So he is. Maybe their instincts were Friday at five o'clock, but to dump it on the Thursday morning. And was given no choice in the matter. um, He's going to be holding his breath. When the first interview comes out. Because I am telling you. And I get that a lot of people don't fully get it. But she could. She could really hand it to him. If she wanted to. um, In in like a post interview. Now she is going to be. Around. It may not happen right away. But it would also, you know what's also interesting about this is who she may endorse for governor. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by Henry Oil. Do you need oil? Make Henry Oil your oil provider. 401 521 200. Call Henry Oil today. Oil burner service and installation, automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. It's Henry Oil, serving most Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Listen, whoever's your oil provider, switch it out. Go with my friends at Henry Oil. Remember, online at henryoil.com. Since 1947, proud tradition, it's Henry Oil. Again, automatic delivery, oil burner, service and installation, budget plan, service contracts, lock and cap pricing, 401-521-0200 for Henry Oil. I want to see, um, I just want to check something that I think the, Ma- I'm hearing the McKee people are still continuing trying to spin that, oh, she's been leaving for a while and blah, blah, blah. And, um, and <clears throat> you know, I mean that, I, I, I just, there's, there's no way. Something blew up. They just decided or she just decided I should say I'm out of here so there's if you're the McKee people they can try to spin this any way they want but there's there's no way that that this is how if you're Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee that you wanted this to go down let me play a little bit of sound because President Biden again folks this is uh, becoming laughable at this point his biggest opponent He's not even the Republicans. It's the teleprompter. Let's see. This is President Biden this morning. Should be very smooth. I'd like to, uh, uh, you know, uh, outline the next steps we're taking against. uh, I'd I'd like to outline the next steps we're taking against uh, the the Omicron variant. Now, I don't like to. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Um, Biden gets annoyed at reporters asking him questions about his handling of COVID. We'll talk about that later. Come on. And you've just been listening to President Biden later. He won't talk to reporters. Let me hear him again. This is, uh, I'd like this, Joe versus the teleprompter. Outline the next steps we're taking against. uh, I'd like to outline the next steps we're taking against. Folks, between inflation. um, You know what else came out today, by the way, which is just ironic? Is how about him going after social media companies now? They're going after social media companies about any discussion on COVID and also... Social media companies that allow parents to go after some of the teachers' unions. Listen, let's hear this. Here we go. I make a special appeal to social media companies and media outlets. Please deal with the misinformation and disinformation that's on your shows. It has to stop. COVID nineteen is one of the most formidable enemies America's ever faced. We've got to work together, not against each other. We're America. Listen, I'll say this. He is clearly not up to the task. And I'm not breaking any news there. Um, <clears throat> this is... You know what else is um, interesting? I mean, the big thing right now is inflation is ridiculous. And the empty shelves are a problem. And inflation is a problem. I, um, As many of you know, and again, folks, good, a- good afternoon at 1256 at Sean Petro. Next hour is radio only. Rexed out. Next hour is uh, um, radio only. I'm going to be doing more on Dr. Nicole Alexander-Scott. Um... A little bit later, definitely. But I I do like to flip around in the morning, and one of the things that I, you know, I will I know some. How do you watch that? But I I'll, I'll flip to Morning Joe, and they were trying to say, Morning Joe was trying to say, you know, the Democrat Party, this whole focus on January sixth, um, that's not a focal point. That's not a focal point. Uh, People are worried about inflation. People are worried about the economy. People are worried about, you know, the price of things. Something that the progressives never even talk about is this whole thing of like the minimum wage and everything else. None of that matters if the price of everything is exceeding what you're then paying people. None of that matters. So... This, this is, um, they are just completely lost. And I'm not going to, next hour I'll touch on, you know, locally, there's a big story in the Boston Globe, and they did apparently a podcast with that state senator, Tierra Mack, and she's on social media today saying it's racist for voter ID. If you have voter ID, it's racist. And in Rhode Island, she wants to revoke voter ID. And th- that is absurd. But she needs to be called out. It's not even highlighted in the story about her in the Boston Globe, which I don't understand. Um, I understand and already know the answer. The Republican Party will not go after her. I repeat, the Republican Party will not go after State Senator Tierra Mack. But she needs to be called out to say it's racist to ask someone for a photo ID. I'm going to repeat what I've been saying. They're not going to do it. But the the Rhode Island Republican Party, if they were smart, they would make her a celebrity. They would make her the face of the Democrat Party. Because she has no idea what she's talking about. And she is beyond extreme left. You can't be more left than that person. But they don't. Folks, check the website. We do have information. that We'll be talking about more into the next week. But there will be a rally in support of Olivia. <clears throat> and you can get all the details at dipetro.com. And dipetro.com, which is parts by the Coheset Inn. Stop in and see them. 226 Coheset Avenue in West Warwick. I'll tell you, Jim, they run such a great place. The food is delicious. A great meal is waiting for you at the coincident so folks here's what we're gonna do it's 12:59. again repeating our um we have another big hour to go here on the radio show remember you can listen at the website to petro and this story is still evolving the big local news is number one rhode island's one of only six states now that the federal government has to send in special medical professionals only one in new england that's not a good thing and number two Head of the Rhode Island Department of Health, Dr. Nicole Alexander-Scott, has re- resigned, abruptly resigned. All right, a lot more on that next hour. Next hour is radio only. We'll be back on the other side. The power hour is next after the 1 o'clock news. Leave it right here on the John DeB-